offering. And uh, please be turning in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It's an exciting time of the year as we prepare for a new year and as we say goodbye to the prior year. And Friday night, the campus ministry did something really exciting, uh, as it often does, uh, exciting things. We, uh, we got together by year of baptism. And so Karen and I were fortunate to have everyone who was baptized in 2010 come over to our house. And uh, as one of the brothers prayed, it was enough people to make up a church of its own. And uh, truly, that was the case. We had over 25 new disciples there, relatively new. That's uh, during the holiday season when people tend to travel. But uh, we just had a great, great time. And everybody had a great time getting together like that. And, you know, it's exciting as, uh, as we look at, at what comes with the new year. And I think there is a lot of hope and optimism for people. But one of, those, one of the reasons for that is that it's an opportunity for us to, to sort of start over in, in some areas of our lives where we feel like we need to. And, and I'd, I'd like everybody, as we take the offering right now, to be thinking about how you want to be defined in 2012. And I want to submit to you one quality to really go after in 2012 is generosity. That at the end of 2012, you can look back and say, you know, it was a generous year because of how God moved in your life. We're going to look here in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and we see where Paul says in, in verse 6, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. And, you know, that is a, that is a universal principle that you, you, we just see played out over and over again. And it convicts me as I look around sometimes and I, I see people who are, who are generous and, and have every reason not to be. It just convicts me. And uh, I, I see that as I've talked to people this year who have come to me and have said, you know, Brian, I've struggled with my finances for years and I'm, I'm finally getting help with it. And I'm excited about that. And it makes me think, you know, when was the last time I, I took that risk of being able to sit down and open up my finances with someone else? You know, and it's convicted me to do that. Or to, to hear people who've come up to me and have said, Brian, you know, I've struggled with tithing. I've never been able to as long as I've been a Christian. And I've wrestled with it. My wife and I don't agree on it. And, you know, we finally decided we're just going to do it. We're going to give a tenth. And then, Lord willing, we'll be able to increase it as time goes on. I think, you know, that is a step of faith. And it inspires me. And even down to small things as I'm, I'm riding the train to work these days, I take the blue line into downtown. And uh, there is never a day that someone isn't selling something or asking for money on the train. And, and I've gotten a little jaded about this. And I, I kind of learned when I was in India. That you don't just give money to people who ask for it because it can be demeaning to their integrity and their, um, you know, their sense of self-worth. And, and uh, you know, so I kind of hung my hat on that and I just, you know, didn't look at these people But as people would shuffle down the aisle of the train, and I'd, I'd just kind of have my head in my book or my Bible or whatever I happened to be looking at at the time, and I'd see people who I know did not have a lot of money just start fishing around in their pocket to get something to give to that man or woman or couple who was coming down the aisle asking for money. 
this better? So, um, but as I would see these people, as I would see these people walking down the, the aisle and, and look away, I saw other people who didn't have a lot of means. And it was as though there was this spirit in them that said, you know, I've got it. I can give it. And they'd reach in and they'd pull out a dollar bill or change, you know, and it just it humbled me. I thought I could I could easily give a lot more than that to help these people. And, uh, you know, God will send influences into our lives to remind us that when you sow generously, you reap generously. But when you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly as well. And so as Paul calls to the church and he says, guys, be generous. He says in verse 7, each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give. Not reluctantly. Or under compulsion, because that's not how generous people think, right? God, uh, for God loves a cheerful giver. That's how a generous person thinks. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, and when I see that, it's as though Paul is saying, you know, that reminds me. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now, I've read that before, and I've often thought he's talking about God scatters his gifts abroad and to the poor. That God's righteousness endures forever. But go over to Psalm 112. If you look in your little footnote there, that's the parallel passage. But turn over to Psalm 112. And as you think about how you want to be defined in 2012, look at Psalm 112 and think about, about this. In verse 1, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man. And we all know that means man and woman, right? Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. A godly person. His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. This person's a good parent. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. This person's a good steward of how God's blessed him. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for the gracious and compassionate and righteous man. This person feels for the poor and unfortunate. Good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. He, the righteous, generous, godly man or woman, will scatter abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. That's what Paul was reminded of, that the generous person 
Everything's working for them. And even when it's not, they don't have any fear of the days to come. They will never be shaken. And that was what Paul was calling the church at Corinth to become. And so tonight, I call upon all of us to decide to be defined, to be known as, to build a reputation as a generous person. Generous on Sunday, generous with each other, generous with hope worldwide, generous with our missions contribution that's coming up this year, and generous with the poor, whether they're on the train or in the parking lot or wherever you may encounter them, even in your own family. Let's be generous people. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we're so grateful that right now we have the privilege of being able to give something, something to help save souls, something to help restore families, something to help heal the lame spiritually and the blind. Father, something that will make an impact and will last beyond the paper upon which the check is written. Father, we're so grateful that in this time of life when so much money is being exchanged for things that will be broken within the next few weeks, Father, that we can give something that will endure the fires of hell and last forever. And Father, may we all be generous people giving forever to you. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we, uh, as we pass the offering plate, I have a couple of announcements I'm going to, uh, to make here. First of all, this Wednesday is going to be a real special night because everybody in this room is invited to come back to this room, okay, on Wednesday night. That's a little different. We're going to have midweek, Wednesday night, all together, we'll be worshiping. It will be a worship workshop Wednesday night right here in this room, married, single, campus, y'all come on out. Amen. Teens also. Amen. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yes. Yes, we like that. Amen. Thank you. Second, this Saturday, we have our workshops coming up. And the workshops will be by, by specialized ministries. So the family, teens, campus, singles will each be having their own workshop. Church community builders are going to be sending out emails so you'll know where to go and what time. So I won't have to go through all those details with you right now. So please be looking for that. Please be setting aside your time for Saturday for your workshop with your ministry. Now, this Sunday is going to be a little different. A week from tonight, we're going to meet here at 4 o'clock p.m. All right, everybody got that? 4 o'clock. No? We're not meeting here at all. You? No. Okay. We have a change of plans. Don't come here at 4 o'clock. Instead, we will be meeting for our banquet... Uh, well, excuse me. we'll be meeting for worship at 4 o'clock p.m. at Rush Park, which is not too far from here. That address is 3021 Bloom Drive in Rossmore. That's 3021 Bloom Drive in Rossmore at 4 o'clock p.m. We will have worship, and then after our worship, we will then have our congregational banquet. And so everybody will be sticking around for dinner, for entertainment, for recognition will be a great and memorable time. And now, 
turn over to Rick Mark, who has an announcement. I don't know if I should touch this thing or not. <laughs> What's that? It's okay. Uh, song leaders, can you join me up on the stage, please, and band? Well, guys, I just wanted to, first of all, say thank you. You did a lot for the poor in 2011. And uh, even the very last week of, of the month, uh, you provided Christmas for 17 homeless veterans. And want to thank Patty Horry for that. I don't know if Patty's here or not, but uh, she did an amazing job of putting that together. I'm so proud of her. She can do pretty much anything. Now, the other thing that I wanted to tell you is to this week, not this week, the 14th, marks our seventh annual Day on Hope. This year, it's going to all be in the GLB for us, okay? And so uh, we're going to be working with the Veterans Administration again, and it's going to be an exciting, exciting time uh, working with families, older families of veterans uh, who have their homes have gone out of code uh, because of brush overgrowth and cleanliness or whatever the situation. We're going to go as, as teams, probably as ministry groups, into these homes and do a lot of really good stuff, but actually get to interact with the folks, which is what we haven't been able to do so much over the years. So I'm really excited about that. So mark that date, the 14th, starting at 8 o'clock. Amen. Amen. Let's go with two more really exciting announcements. Are you guys ready? Okay, God has really been uh, working powerfully in, the, uh, in our region. And I've been super, super proud of the GLB ministry and uh, everything that God has been doing, um, specifically in the youth and family ministry and uh, as well as the fam- just the overall family ministry. It's been really exciting. Um, just in light of you know, some of the, the we've been short on staff, and so it's been a little bit challenging, but it's been so encouraging to see the hearts of all the disciples and to see how God blesses our perseverance, how God blesses uh, our, our willingness to be patient. And so I have a really exciting announcement. First of all, uh, Martine and Tina, for the last two years, have been doing a fantastic job leading our teen ministry. Amen? Amen. And... Uh, we have been really, really proud of them. They've done a great job, and we're really excited that uh, God is raising them up so that they are going to take on more of a regional teen role. And so what that's going to mean for them, though, is that means that they're going to have to go to the west side of our ministry and worship with the west side ministry. And so they will no longer be worshiping with us, but they will still be connected to the teen ministry. Amen? And, uh, but it is a really encouraging thing for them. Amen? And as well as for the other side of the ministry. So we're very, very proud of them. Also, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, Ruben and Marina Dionda, you're going, who is that couple back there? Okay, that couple is Ruben and Marina Dionda. And uh, Ruben has been leading in the ministry now for 13 years. And uh, he's been married now for about six and a half. They have two incredible kids, Isabella and Raquel. And uh, they have recently accepted the opportunity to come and lead the GLB ministry here. Amen? And so we're very, very excited to have them come and lead the GLB family ministry. And they still will be working with the teens here as well. And so it's really exciting to see how God is working in their life as well as they take on this new role for their lives uh, after spending and serving many years in the ministry. Amen? So I'm going to go ahead and give uh, each of them a chance to share, first of all, Martina and Tina, and then Ruben and Marina. Amen? Um, 
Well, this is uh, really sad news for us, uh, for Tina and I, that we don't longer get to be with you on a Sunday, uh, on Sundays. Uh, but we're really happy for you guys uh, because uh, the Deondas are going to be here with you guys. And, uh, you know, the Deondas uh, have been kind of mentoring us for the last few years. They'll continue to mentor us. And uh, we have a great friendship uh, with them. And uh, we're, we're really happy, like I said, uh, for the GLB here, but uh, on behalf of Tina and I, Tina will get to share here a little something, but we just want to thank you for uh, the love, uh, the support. Uh, you know, our son was born this year. We got countless help uh, and just blessings. We still have not bought a diaper. He's eight months old just because of you guys and your giving in, a, in a, the shower. So thank you. That's worth mentioning. He is wearing diapers. Um, we change them too. But uh, on a serious level, we really love you guys. Uh, we're excited for this change. We definitely have big shoes to fill uh, with the Dianas that have been doing a, just a phenomenal job. They're kind of the model ministry for the L.A. church, and uh, we're, we're really happy uh, and nervous about that. But um, we're, we know that we're still going to see you guys, and we're still going to be in the region and involved in the teen ministry. So thank you very much for all your support. Well, I just want to say um, that we are really grateful that we got to be here for the last two and a half years and work with the teens and just to be able to learn a lot about marriage, family, parenting, and um, we're going to miss you guys a lot. Please don't forget about us. We have Facebook and other tools to (laughs) keep in touch, but we are really grateful that you guys have accepted us and that you allowed us to be influential in your lives and in your kids' lives. And we're excited about our new change and growing and learning more. And we're excited that you get to have the Yandas. They're really nervous too, but they're going to do a phenomenal job because <laughs> God is with them and God's spirit is with them. So please welcome them, guys. Amen. Well, we are, um, I'm Ruben. This is Marina. Whoa. And, um, we have, uh, Marina and I have been serving, leading the team ministry in the west side and the south bay there in that area for about, well, myself for 10 years, um, and Marina here for about seven or eight years. And uh, all we know is team ministry. But in the team ministry, we get to work with a lot of parents. And uh, our, we have two daughters, a three-year-old and a two-year-old, and our house is full of energy and excitement and crying and battling and all that kind of cool stuff. Um, our daughters are not, they were supposed to be here by now, but I don't know where they are. Um, but grandma's got, grandma's got them. So she's probably keep them for a little longer than, than when she needs to. Um, we do want to say, you know, um, for us, the part of L, the LA church that we know has been that side of town for all these years. And, um, for us, it's a closing of a chapter there, but an opening of a great chapter here. And we're excited, nervously anxious and excited about really making this our home. Uh, we want, we're looking forward to building many great friendships uh, in the family ministry. We've, we, we're going to be now working more with the family ministry, with the adult ministry here, and the, and the marrieds and the parents and all that kind of stuff, and still working with the youth uh, here on this side of town. And, uh, but we're excited about just how God's opening this door. Uh, we, we believe that um, God is never finished with us. He's always trying to do something, 
trying to teach us, trying to show us what he wants to do. And sometimes we may not agree or we may not be like, yeah, that's a great idea, God. But um, as a disciple, we just got to live by faith. And I feel like as we're stepping out here into, for us at least, it's an unknown territory. And so we're stepping out on faith. Uh, to build new friendships, to learn new freeways and to learn new streets and neighborhoods and all that kind of stuff. And we're excited about that. Uh, but more than anything, I think we do have a vision that this uh, church, the, the GLB ministry, the Long Beach community, could have a great impact uh, to reach many, many souls for Christ uh, in the families, in the neighborhoods, in the youth, with the students, high school students, junior high students. Uh, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, it's really exciting for us, this new adventure, this new chapter. Uh, we, we feel like we, we know what the Chirises have done here, what the Landys have done here. And we're like, wow, we're stepping into a situation that's very, very big shoes to fill. And, uh, but to work together with the Stevensons, to partner with the Eads and the Plymels, to really build up uh, uh, the Church of Christ here, it's, it's really it's exciting, and uh, we ask that you uh, be patient with us as we learn everybody's name, and as we uh, are still in this month of January, kind of traveling L.A. to Long Beach back and forth as we look for a place, please be praying for us to find somewhere to live uh, down here, and, uh, and please bear with us, and we're going to make a lot of mistakes, <laughs> but I know you're excited about that, <laughs> but uh, we, love, we love God. We trust God. We love we love the church and we believe that God's word needs to be preached uh, in all cities all around the world. And we're excited about this opportunity to come here to serve in the kingdom of God. I'm going to let Marina share a few words here. Um, Well, it's really good to be with you guys. And it's so true what Ruben was saying, just how we're really stepping out on faith. And I feel like God is really testing us in that area Um, and just really the faith to leave home and come into a new situation, but honestly, God has already blessed. We were able to get with some of the family group leaders a couple weeks ago, and we honestly just felt so loved, so welcome, just so much warmth in that group. And like right then and there, I knew God, you know, God is setting us up for victory, not just Reuben and I, but this whole church. And I really feel, I feel excited, nervous. I mean, I'm a young mom with two toddlers. I'm like, what's going to happen? I got to pack and do all that stuff. But honestly, I, I trust God and I think that God is going to do great things here. And I'm really excited and um, super encouraged um, for Martin and Tina and that they're you know, going to be going up to the West Side and being with the families there that we've been able to work with. And they're really excited about them coming. So honestly, it's, it's a win-win. God is really setting it up and I'm really excited. Thank you guys in advance for your support and um, just for your forgiveness for the mistakes that we're going to make. But, you know, we, we do. We're, we love you guys already, and we're really, really excited and grateful. So thank you.